Just give us real pyro. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Reddit likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another wonderful edition of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, MarkingOut.com. Make sure when you are subscribing on your podcasting things to rate, review, and subscribe because we appreciate uh, you know getting us up, bumping up uh, the, the hits there, brother. Social media-wise, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, Twitter.com slash MarkingOut. Uh, the purge happened, and we lost about 600 followers, and Brandon is on the ledge, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on the ledge. It's just <laughs> disappointing. Also, I think it was only like 400 followers. Oh, my God. But who's counting, right? Well, I am. Or maybe like closer to 300-ish, because we were close to 98, now we're at 94. Okay, but anyway, so... Twitter.com slash MarkingOut. It's very important to Brandon. So if you like this show, if you like Brandon, make sure you tell your friends about it. Your mom that, you know, tweets once a week about, you know, The Bachelor. I'm making sauce. Yeah, or when she's making sauce on Sundays. <laughs> tell her to subscribe to MarkingOut because we definitely appreciate that. I said Facebook. I said Twitter. Uh, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Uh, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out we've sold some shirts in the past week folks keep it coming on why don't you tweet us your shirts maybe we'll give you a shameless plug on the show who knows regardless that's one pro slash marking out yeah my buy that regardless t-shirt which is now to pro wrestling slash marking out yeah that was like a favorite of mine and <laughs> i bought that shirt i love that yeah. shirt it's great one person purchased it hmm I was just drinking some watermelon seltzer. Sorry. My name's Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. Uh Dave, we can follow on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. We'll be here in a little bit. But we're also sitting here at Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. Is that good? Yeah. What do you mean? Does, does it taste like the candy watermelon or? Kind of a little bit. You know, also like maybe a nice seasoned watermelon. It's pretty tasty. I'm a fan of it. Because when I when I had uh, when I was in Mexico, I had like they, I guess like the hottest thing was like watermelon juice. Okay. And I had it, and I was like, "Ugh, this is not good." If you don't get fresh a ripe watermelon, you know it's no, no, it, it tastes like dirt. It was literally no, no, it tasted just like watermelon. Mm. Like there's nothing wrong with watermelon, but like, did I really want it in liquid form? We used to do. For some reason at the restaurant, like one of the first years, summers I was working there, we made these things called Pink Elephants. It was this beer, Delirium Tremens, with watermelon puree in it. And it was delicious. That's my story. Yeah, and yeah. he's sticking to it because watermelon's sometimes very sticky. Yeah, right? Right? right. Yeah. So, cool. Brandon, how was your week? It was good. Saw Ant-Man 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man, I saw that as well. Fantastic. Loved it. Yeah. I think it's definitely up there with my favorite. I think I liked, people are going to call me crazy, but I think I liked it a lot more than Infinity Wars. Yeah, that's, an, that's nah, not for me. I think Infinity War, well, not to say that this one didn't flow like so well, 
but Infinity War, like for as much as they packed into it, it it never felt like a dull moment, and and all the segues were like spot on. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I don't but, know. Maybe but, yeah, see, and, I know I know Infinity War is coming out uh, on digital at the end of this month, so maybe I have to watch it again to really like take it in. And uh, a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, Ant Man is like, is it better than the first one?" Blah blah blah. I think it's pretty much on par with the first one, and I thought the the first one was really good. And I, when I when it first came out, I had absolutely zero interest in seeing it. I, I saw Ant Man, I believe, on TV. Yeah, I saw it on Netflix. But uh, I'm I'm a, I was such a fan of it, and I went. I feel like now, like now, I can't skip. A Marvel movie in the theaters. Yeah, I feel you. Like I was okay with doing that back in the back when, like, I mean, I didn't see Guardians of the Galaxy in theaters. I saw that on TV. Mm-hmm. But like, I would never Guardians of the Galaxy two. I ha- absolutely went to the theater. Three, I'll one hundred percent go to the theater. Yeah, but that's not going to count for a couple of years. They got to finish yeah. this phase of uh, Marvel movies before they can do that. Yeah. So right now we have uh, the next film would be. Uh, Captain Marvel. Yep. And then, if I'm not mistaken, is Infinity War. Well, I don't know if they're, call- if they're calling it Infinity Wars 2. Well, whatever. Avengers, excuse me. Yeah. Unless, that's, when that's does, when does, when does, uh, yeah, when does Homecoming come out? Or not Homecoming, the next Spider-Man. Far, is that far after- from Home. That yeah, Far From after- Home. Is that July? Of- yeah, that comes out after Avengers, Infinity War. Whatever. Avengers gimmick. That's too. So how was your week? Um, well, that was all you did this week, Brandon. Uh, yeah, for the most part, I well, I bought a suit this week, and I've uh, been going to get it altered and tailored or whatever. Nice. I got I got my uh, two two cousins' weddings coming up. One is in two weeks. The next one is in uh, uh, November, and I got myself. A, uh, a yellow, a yellow and blue tie to go with my suit, even though it's a black tie event. <laughs> just got, just got to be out of the ordinary, right, Brandon? I, I think to me, it kind of reminds me of uh, Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. <laughs> so it's like I'm going with that color scheme. I wish I had like nicer shoes, but I was trying on so many shoes today, and like none of them, all of them hurt my feet. Like I guess every single dress shoe these days have like heels or in general have heels. I'm a flats guy. I don't want to heel. My right. foot can't take the bend, the arch. Okay. Yeah, you'll find something. Did you find a shoe today or no? No. I, I mean I had when I was Bray Wyatt for Halloween I went to Payless and bought like cheap sketchers that are black and slip ons and uh I I'm contemplating wearing those, but I'm gonna try to look some more for nice, nicer shoes. Okay, yeah. But like, honestly, I really I don't care like what people think about me or how yeah, I. Yeah, but it's look. not like everybody, everyone's like, oh man, look at Brandon's shoes. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends on whose wedding you go to. I was I've been to quite a few weddings where I've worn my red, white, and blue sneakers, and people are like, oh, how do you wear that to a wedding? Or, oh my god, look at his sneakers. Like, at your wedding, I wore that. And no one cared. Well... Why? I don't, I don't know. People, well, it was like a it was a big deal in the circle. That's why when I went to Brad's wedding, people were like, sacre bleu! <laughs> because I wore, I wore those, the Skechers. Yeah. Which I guess it's a fine thing. I'm wearing a blue, it's a blue suit, a navy blue suit. 
In a in a perfect world, I would have a blue tuxedo, but like a a royal blue tuxedo. Okay. But uh, they wouldn't. They would. They advised me against that. They wouldn't allow me to get that. Okay. So I'm I'm here with the navy blue gimmick, and uh, I'll yeah. have a a blue and black and silver tie for this wedding, and then come November, I figure it's fall. I'll I'll dress it up a little bit with this the nice yellow and blue and silver. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Crushing it, Brandon. Crushing now, it. now to shave my beard or to not shave my beard? Ooh, I don't know. Just kidding. I, I'm not. It's funny because I was I gave myself five years when I started to grow my hair out, just to see how long it grows, and then I donated it. I gave myself five more years. Donated it again. So I'm currently, I believe, on year two of of my hair out of five. And then the same thing happened. Like I shaved my beard in January, 2011. And I was like, I'll give it five years. And then when the five year mark hit, I just didn't do it. So it's been seven plus years that I've had this beard without like cutting it or anything where it's like growing up my face and everything. But it's like, I don't know. Maybe I don't, I don't know what's underneath it. So I'm like nervous. (laughs) Yeah, you're scared of the unknown. Yeah. Word. I'm scared of the abyss, man. The abyss, man. But yeah, what what uh how was your week? Uh it was uh it was fantastic. So Ant Man, I worked. Um Sunday we had a barbecue at the uh one of the guys I work for, it's, it was like his mother's house. It's like her husband owns like a landscaping company and the backyard was like insane. Like the pool looked like a pond, like the outside of it had like these like like no, like not like gimmick bricks that you'd get for a pool, but like it looked like actual like pond, like bricks around a pond, and like the steps that go into the pool were like legit like br- like rocks. It was so cool. Were were the was the water like green or no? no? It was warm. It was clear. Yeah, it was clear. It was all filtered. Wait, did you say it was warm? <laughs> yeah, it was warm too. <laughs> that doesn't answer my question. Yeah, no, because like- I've seen. I've seen people with like pond pools where it's like they have the lining they they have it specifically no, is, painted yeah. or whatever to to mimic the bottom floor of a pond so it looks like you're swimming in like a greenish pond even though the water is completely clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah I understand. Uh, yeah, excuse me. It's like people. Some people get really creative with their pools. It's, no, it's really like cool. and then like they have like a stage with a giant like projection screen on it and like stage. There's, there's like chickens walking around the backyard and then there was a barn with like goats and cows and a bull what town was this upstate no it was on long island with a barn out in suffolk or nassau it was right on the border of nassau and suffolk wow west hills like huntington area yeah it was awesome it was a good day um i got i wore a snapback hat and I have I have a sunburn from just where the hole in the back of the hat was. Oh, that's, that's funny. It's, it's spectacular. Funny. Um, I, I, I didn't notice that. I know because I'm a little bit taller than you, and I was wearing a hat that day. It, it's funny because when we filmed Cooking with Brandon episode two, we were outside all day in the hot sun, and when I took my mask off, I had um, color uh, by my eyes, by my mouth. <laughs> So you're talking like sunburn, not color, wrestling. Yeah, color. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I was I was red. No. So it's like I I walked around with stupid eyes like that. <laughs> stupid eyes. It's like oh, 
It's like, oh, why why do you have uh, red circles around your eyes where you're not wearing sunglasses? It's like, no, I was wearing a lucha mask <laughs> for hours outside in the hot, glaring sun. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, then Monday I worked at the restaurant. Um, Tuesday it was... Night, t- night Titans? What? Night Titans? Night Tuesday Titan? Night Titans? No. Um, Wednesday I saw you. We did Cooking with Brandon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then today I took my uh, son to T-Ball, which was awesome. And he did a great job, and I was very proud of him. And then we uh, got uh, Mr. Softy after. Damn. Yeah. It's great. Uh, no, okay, but this, okay, but like, they should have consulted you on both those sticks. Uh, I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, That was my uh, Francesa call, where I called up to complain that City Field replaced uh, Carvel with, with Mr. Softy. Oh, uh, okay. He goes, I know Mr. Softy had stance. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I know. They should have consulted you on both those sticks. I don't know. <laughs> Next was that, that, and they moved my kettle corn stand. They yeah. moved your kettle corn stand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a, what a character. Oh, yeah, you are a real character. And what's really funny about that is as soon as I hung up from that call, my friend Dan texted me and goes, so they moved your kettle corn? I was like, what? How did you know it was me? Because I, I called in as, as I called in as Gary from Massapequa, <laughs> and um, and they announced me as Darren from Massapequa. But he goes, "Dude, it's your voice. Like I could tell it was you." <laughs> That's spectacular. It's like the time I I called into I think I called into the Taz show as as Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mark from Long Island. I'm not sure though. Did you get through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it sucked. My phone connection was like fuzzy. It didn't make sense. Like when I was off, um, when I was on hold waiting to to be on the show, it was completely normal. The guy picks up the phone. He goes, "Oh, hey, you're next." Completely normal. Taz picks up the phone. It's all. Shh, 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 shh. I'm like, what? Yeah. And he goes, hey, "Big guys, little snowy over there." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Taz. Oh, I know it's big guy. Oh boy, Taz. Speaking of ECW originals, do you know that like Rhino lives on a boat now? Not what I thought you were gonna say. I was about <laughs> to mark out, but uh I did not know that he lives on a boat. Yeah, I was listening to uh I was going to last night I went out last night and on my way there I was listening to the Edge and Christian podcast with Rhino and he's like, Yep, I live on a boat now. It's called the Patsy Ann. Wow. Yeah. Is it a big boat or he I think if he if he can live on it, I would assume so. Well, I mean, there's some smaller boats that, like, I, I know I know people that used to live on a boat, but I'm sure, I mean, they were rich, so they probably had a bigger boat. Yeah, lifestyles of the and, rich and faint, right? That's the thing. Yeah, caviar dreams and champagne wishes, or something uh, like that. Yeah, but yeah but, champagne uh, gimmicks. Rhino is, uh, did I say that? Champagne gimmicks? <laughs> no, I, it was wishes, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure, I'm sure Rhino has a... A nice size boat. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to bring up the uh, the WWE Extreme Rules photos that they've been doing. Yeah, the only good ones were Nakamura and New Day. How does he look like Sabu? It's crazy, right? But, but dude, Becky Lynch looks like Tommy Dreamer. No, she's well, not, not as fat. <laughs> dude, holy hell, dude! <laughs> I saw today. I was driving. Oh, well, I was in the car riding in a car, and uh, a construction worker starts walking towards the vehicle. Look just like Tommy Dreamer, except fatter. <laughs> Is no that fat. possible? 
No, I don't. Don't make fun of Tommy Dreamer. You don't know him like that. I You're know. not an edgy Christian. I know. I'm sorry. Apologize to Tommy. <laughs> All right, Tommy. All right, Tommy. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, the guy looked like looked like Tommy Dreamer, and I was like, oh man, I need to get my phone out. And by the time I I went to get a You're phone like, out, no, stop! I have to be a mark. Come on. Dude, I swear to God, it looked just like Tommy Dreamer. I could swear. Also, one time I saw Tommy Dreamer walking out by the uh, the Dix Hills. No, not Dix Hills. Deer Park outlets once, but who knows if that's real? Yeah, yeah. I know. I saw Ralph Macchio once. Yeah, but no, the rest of them were were, were junk. I I like the, the Carmella being Al Snow. Yeah, but I think the best one. Although, were- although I don't like the fact that she was in a Job Squad T-shirt. Like, if you're gonna stick to ECW, stick to ECW. He right. might have had a Job Squad shirt in ECW. Uh, or, sorry, Mark from Long Island. Yeah, <laughs> the the Dudleys. Yeah, they, they were good. The Dudleys. Yeah. Oh, and the Big E one is Joel Gertner. Yeah, that was great, dude. Uh, Aiden English as Paul Heyman looked good. That was pretty good too. Yeah, I saw New Jack. That was funny. Oh, that was hilarious too. I was like, oh man. Perfect. I'm surprised no none of nobody was RVD. Um, yeah, interesting. As? You could make Charlotte Flair RVD. I don't. I don't get it. Because she could do the split like RVD. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. You ever try to do that? No, because I know my legs can't do that. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's get into some pro wrestling talk. Uh, we'll start the show off hot with a little outside the ring and pro wrestling talk here. Um, one person that has been on WWE programming, which we'll talk about later in the show, is Brock Lesnar, but he could just show up at UFC. It's but, super annoying. It's so annoying. Apparently, he came into the ring after the Daniel Cormier fight, which Daniel Cor- excuse me, Cormier won. Which, by the way, he broke the Conan curse. What was that? Uh, every single fighter that went on to Conan before their fight went on to lose, like Rousey and a few others, and Cormier went on and won. It's like the Madden curse. Uh, yeah, he goes, he goes, I, he, they, then they went on to speak, he went on again recently, and, uh, and they spoke about Lesnar, and he goes, and Conan's like, like, so, like, are you gonna not want to come back here? And he goes, Conan. I won my fight. I will never not want to come back here before a fight. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but Brock Lesnar essentially challenged Daniel Cormier for the UFC heavyweight title. Uh, uh, well, it was kind of kind of reverse there. Kind of seemed like Cormier was putting out the challenge to Lesnar. Well, you know, Lesnar came there just to show face, just because he's he's the he's the next fight for Cormier. Yeah. Um, uh, then it came out this week that Brock Lesnar's back in the uh, testing pool. Uh, Which, thank God, I'm I'm glad that didn't just like get buried under something and like skipped over. A lot of people they were like the the night this happened where Lesnar got on got into the cage and pushed Cormier. Everyone's like, oh, it's like their big uh, their big anniversary show or whatever at the Garden in November. Knock, it's going to be Lesnar versus Cormier. Blah blah blah. Apparently, Lester's not even eligible to fight until January. Yeah, so probably. Uh, oh. Wow, I can. And, and it's going. funny. It's funny because it's like I don't care about Lester being a universal champion right now. But if if prices were right, and I could see Brock at Madison Square Garden in an octagon for UFC, I would go. I have like zero interest in in UFC, but I just like Madison Square Garden so much, and I like Brock Lesnar doing like not WWE th- things. 
Well, this is what I was thinking about. Hashtag Mark Dreams. Um, Brock Lesnar gets choked out yeah. by Daniel Cormier, loses yeah. his match, and then uh, Braun Strowman comes yeah. in and cashes in. Uh-huh. But 100%. You, but you know the next day, every single sports media outlet will be like, that's a disgrace to UFC that they're putting professional wrestling storylines in with it, blah, 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 you know. It's, it's, it's yeah, not... but there's already storylines, so who cares? Yeah, I know, but it's sure, not. Cormier is a wrestling fan, so it's going to be like, they're all going to, it's all fake. UFC's not real. Nothing's real. <laughs> um, you know what isn't real, though, Brandon? What? April 6th. 2019, yeah. mm-hmm. um, there will not be a WWE event in Madison Square Garden since we were talking about Madison Square Garden. There will Which... be a Ring of Honor, New Japan, G1 Supercard, WrestleMania weekend, going head-to-head with NXT Brooklyn 17 or whatever it is now. Five. Okay, sorry. Huge. Ginormous. It sucks because I feel like I would be cheating on WWE, NXT specifically. By going to Madison Square Garden that night, but it's New Japan Pro Wrestling, something that since like 2011 that I've like showed interest in because of this podcast. Yeah, and it's the first of its kind. I think I have to choose that. I think so too. I just it's like it's like accessibility wise for me. I could just take the train right from, you know, the Babylon line right to Madison Square Garden. I don't have to hop on a subway to the Barclays. You, Bar- you Bar- don't have to hop a subway for that. Uh, Long Island Railroad goes right to Barclays. I've never been, so. Yeah, you take the – wait, you weren't you aren't with us when we went to – when we went to uh, TLC? Nope. What? Yeah. The, oh, no, that TLC event, I went to go see This Is Hell at uh, Revolution instead. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. You could. Ju- I'm. I'm not sure if they have like straight trains, but uh, most you'd have to do is transfer to Jamaica. And just go right there. Yeah, it's right across the street from Atlantic Terminal. Oh, interesting. So, I, I think it's like who could who could possibly be in NXT at that time next year? You never that- know. You really never know. I think I, Jason, sign guy Jason Lennick, tweeted something today. He goes, if WWE doesn't sign CM Punk to wrestle at NXT TakeOver, they're going to lose. But this is the thing about WrestleMania. There is going to be 100,000 wrestling fans in the New York, New Jersey area just wanting to see wrestling. So NXT will be sold out. New Japan Ring of Honor hopefully will be sold out. It's just it's good for business. It's just it's good going... for professional wrestling in general. I love it. I yeah. think it's a great move. Yeah, my friend, I texted him that uh, Ring of Honor and, and New Japan were running the garden, and he goes, quote me on this, pro wrestling's back. And it's like, I mean, it, that's a big get. Yeah, it's huge. I have to assume All In had stuff to do with this. Maybe or maybe New um, Japan had a lot of, had a lot to help with this. I would I would prefer to for this to have been just a New Japan event. I know a bunch of ROH guys are kind of in New Japan yeah, too. Yeah, kind of float between. Yeah, so I, I I mean if I could see Jushin Liger at Madison Square Garden, that'd be awesome. Okada's confirmed to be there. Yeah, Naito um, is too. Yeah, one other I forget who. Uh, Tanahashi, maybe. Maybe. Uh, 
what is it? The Young Bucks will sell out Madison Square Garden without even having to step foot in the WWE. How crazy is that? I told I told Linick, I was like, maybe that'll be the night I become a fan of theirs. Maybe. <laughs> it's oh, like I'll be so I'll be so high on like garden emotions. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, this is the best match ever. Like I start crying. Yeah, oh boy. Uh, but it, the the major major thing here now is going to be the price. Because I, I mean, Ring of Honor tickets like for Manhattan, not Manhattan Center, uh Hammerstein shows, they could be like somewhat expensive for for lower down seats and stuff yeah, and but also they can but also they can charge that because it's WrestleMania weekend. Right, so I'm wondering like I I just hope I don't have to pay more than $100 to get the seat I would like to sit in. Like I I really don't want to and I I don't think I don't know if Dave would but yeah, if I, I have to pay a little bit more than a hundred, I, I guess I would, but I would prefer not to. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, I'll go home with a uh, an Okada buck. A what? <laughs> an Okada dollar? Oh, the Okada dollars. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. like, dude, do they even do they have like programs and stuff? Like, are we they, know like, your love of programs, exclusive posters and stuff. Yeah. Well, you announce this giant event out of nowhere on Twitter and you're not going to have a t-shirt ready to go at ProWrestlingTees.com? Is there not one yet? I don't believe so. Okay. Also, the promo video that they had, they show a picture uh, or video of the Empire State Building lit up in blue and yellow. You know, they probably just took stock footage. I think they deliberately took that sort of footage because it was the same exact Empire State Building lighting from WrestleMania 29 weekend. I would I, there's no way that there's just a coincidence that it happens to be during WrestleMania weekend the same exact time or the same exact like area as WrestleMania 29 was. Think about it. Um also also what were you going to go into the next topic? Yeah, well, I want to go into the next. I topic. was just going to just going to say I don't I don't know if I buy that whole WWE blocked us. Well, maybe it was like, oh hey, WWE's going to block us. It's like, uh oh, we don't want to. Maybe WrestleMania weekend they don't want to shine a bad light on themselves because they're trying to stop wrestling from being in the area. WWE, you should have been like you should have listened to me from the start. Like you should have had takeover. At Madison Square Garden, it, it, it could have been just like your, uh, just like your your special event in 2015, live at the Garden or something. Or to make it even more special, have the very first ever uh, NXT Takeover Queens toss it out at uh, City Field. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do two outdoor events in one weekend with the potential of nasty weather that we've had like last this past well, spring. I mean, but what would happen with the weather? It's it'll just be cold or it could rain, but everything's covered. Yeah, whatever. So, all right, let's continue on. Um Mayon Classic is happening again this week, this year. First two competitors have been announced. Uh Rhea, Rhea Ripley she was in last year's May Young Classic. Has been announced. Has been confirmed that she'll be a part of this year's Classic. Yeah, uh, she was. She was the youngest, I believe, in last year's yeah, competition. Yeah, she was like twenty, 
21? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm happy, by the way, that she's signed to WWE and and NXT, and I'm happy that she's in the in the Mae Young Classic again. Amen, brother. Uh, and biggest shocker, biggest announcement. Yeah. And this is the first competitor that they announced, Caitlin. Celeste Bonin is coming back, making her return to the WWE ring, which I'm huge. I marked out hard for this. I don't know why. I mean, you, but I saw, did. you saw me mark out for it. I did. I was in the room. You're like, oh. Uh, yeah, crazy. Good stuff. I want to see uh, who else they're going to announce in this. I don't know. Yeah, Piper it, Nevins, it's like. Piper Nevins might not be in it. I know she's going to be on the Ring of Honor tour when they go to the Europe. My, uh, my one ultimate hope from this tournament Bull is going to come back. Honestly, I would be a fan of that. Not what I was going to say. I would definitely mark out for that. I was going to say karma. Yeah, I know you want that. So uh, maybe if Medusa could work, that'd be awesome. I would doubt it, but not doubt that she could work. Doubt it that she'd be in it. Yeah. But definitely, definitely want to see karma back. I don't know why I'm yawning so much, man. I'm t- you are just boring to talk to. Wow, rude much. <laughs> can, uh, can you stop? Dude, that's funny. Um, the guy so, from... <laughs> that's funny. What? Um, uh, what did the guy say today? Um, oh, the guy from... I called up Impact Wrestling. The, the shop Impact. And he goes, like, can you not? About the post office. Because Why do you my, say that? Uh, oh, well, because I, I ordered Jeff Hardy lithographs from them, okay. autographed ones, and they came bent and ripped the first time. Okay. So they sent me out new ones in a flat, and they came all bent up, and the whole outside says, please do not bend. Yeah. And the whole thing was bent. And, he, and like, we were, like, just having a long conversation about how, like, the post office, like, they need to read and they don't. He goes, yeah, I'm going to have to call them and, like, get them in a steel cage. <laughs> what a mark. I, I, I think this it's the same guy that, that's, like, working there, too. Oh, nice. Like, it's like I always – I'm always speaking to him. Yeah, well, maybe they – But it's, like, good on good on impact. Like, the, that guy's, like, couldn't, couldn't have been nicer to me. Awesome. I was telling him, I was like, dude, at least, like – at least, like, with WWE, when they send uh, autographs, sometimes they have, like, uh, like shipping, like, not shipping, item, items, like, numbers and stuff on the back of the autographs, like, stickers. Yeah. And it's like, how do you put this sort of thing on a, an autograph? It's like, I want, like, if it's on a poster, like, you don't put the item number or, like, not the item number, but, like, a sticker on the back or on the front of it that says like where it is in your warehouse or something whatever it is yeah true all right well since we're talking about impact let's talk about impact because i'm stoked about stuff that's going on with impact i know dave just can't watch it because he thinks it just looks like indies which it is essentially <laughs> yeah um Slammiversary is coming up, one of their big events of the year, and last week it was announced it's going to be sammy callahan versus pentagon jr and a hair versus mask match Going from the the roots of Mexico, so you know that Pentagon Jr. is going to win. Sammy's going to get his head shaved. Which just... that poster looks awesome. Yeah, they really, I'm telling you, man, you got to watch Impact Wrestling more because they really they're putting a lot of work into their product. I, I so I skim through it sometimes, but I mean, like it, I like I watched uh, Swan's debut. Yeah, he had a sick match tonight with Sammy. Well, I'll 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 check it out maybe. 
I will check it out. It's, it's on the DVR. I'm at like 95%. I got to like, got to do some work, son. Oh my God, on your TV. This, this, stream, this stream life is keeping me out of my TV life. Oh, for hashtag first world able, problems. I haven't been able to watch uh, uh, Big Brother After Dark as much as I'd like to have been. I haven't been able to watch Big Brother like live. So, so sad. So sad. Um, I just wanted. I just wanted it to be real. I don't know. And, uh, and don't know the that. it looks like the <laughs> Impact Knockout Division is going to be in good hands for a while because apparently Tessa Blanchard has signed a quote allegedly signed a quote long term deal with Impact Wrestling. So. Which it's like it's kind of unfortunate that I, I just I still have no idea how WWE didn't didn't sign her. Well. I mean, she's still young in the business. She can go out there and make this, make a killing at Impact, you know, really put her name out there, do a bunch of indies, and then, like, you know, a couple of years when, you know, Impact folds or she gets out of her contract, they can just... You don't got to say it folds. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but we've seen the trend with Impact. I mean, I told you... I, I, we've, we've said they'll probably fold over and over again, and that still has not happened, so... Yeah. And we've been doing this for seven-plus years. Yeah. Um, so they've been still growing. The the uh, pretty shocking, which is kind of unrelated to impact. But Dixie Carter this year didn't respond to my tweet, my <laughs> yearly tweet to her. What do you send her a tweet about? Well, because back in two thousand fourteen, I think it was when uh, we we did. Maybe it was even two thousand twelve when I had the when Eric had his. Uh, ringtone as me as Dixie Carter. <laughs> he sent it to her, or whatever, and she goes, "Send me a real script, honey, and I'll record a ringtone for you." Never happened. Tweeted her the next year after. Oh, I would love to do it. Let's just we got to figure out like the <laughs> script or whatever. Okay, that's fine. We'll do that. Nothing. Year after that, same thing. And uh, I think last year she like. We got in each other's direct messages on Twitter, and it's still. I thought I was like so sure we were going to get that ringtone last year, and we didn't. And it never, it never happened. So, Dixie, if you or your people are listening, please let's set something up. Marking no marking out one at gmail dot com. I was doing the old gimmick for a second. That's like seven. Um, injury news this week, Fandango had surgery, Goldless had surgery, so best speedy recovery to both of them. Yeah, both came out of left field. Yeah, right? It's a- I, I didn't, yeah, 100%. And let's talk about some results for some wrestling. Uh, this past weekend you had the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Special in San Francisco. Solid card up and down. Two things we want to talk about is there's a new U.S. champion. As Juice Robinson defeated First American. Dan- what? First American U.S. champion. Yeah. IWGP U.S. Defeated a creepy knife-wielding pervert, Jay White. So that's huge, and it's a Which, great... Which, that was the match with Jim Ross getting knocked over, correct? Uh, yes, I think so. And then, was his, what's, I, the, what's his... Uh, Josh, yeah, Josh Barnett. Yeah, getting all nuts. I, I thought that was a fantastic segment. I don't know if that's going to lead to a match between the two of them, but I thought that was a really well-done segment. Josh Barnett becomes the uh, the United States champion. No, no, uh, no. A, a match. Oh, yeah. No. Wait. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that'd work. Yeah. 
Um, interesting. And then your main event, you had Kenny Omega defeating Cody, which was a solid half-hour match. Uh, but the bigger story came after it as Tamatanga, Loao Tonga, or that's his name, his brother, Camacho? Yeah, I just... Tongaroa. Tongaloa. Tamatanga and Tamaroa. And Haku came out and destroyed the entire Bullet Club wearing shirts that called uh, the Firing Squad. Yeah, which you could get on ProWrestlingTees.com. Yeah, but (laughs) apparently, like, they're not making themselves a separate entity. They're just trying to put the Bullet Club back into place and become bigger and better than what what it is and what it was. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like the Bullet Club is fine. It seems like the Bullet Club isn't fine. Yeah, I know. That's a that's a tie into the picture of the week. Oh yeah, I don't even know what the picture <laughs> of the week is. Here, picture of the week. Picture of the week. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. That's fine. Great. So, yeah, another you know the G1 G1 Summit, that's what it's Dude, called. Are we going to see Haku, or, or is is he going as Haku? Is he going as Mang? I think he's going as Haku. Are we going to see Haku versus Kenny Omega? <laughs> be awesome. Dude. Like, Have you ever heard, like, all the stories of Haku back from, like, old Japan days when he used to, like, beat the living heck out of people? Yeah, that was the whole thing with uh, when DX invaded WCW Nitro. I think they were all, like afraid like uh oh what if haku is there to meet us at the at the gate huh. or or if the garage door was left open and we got in what would happen to us via haku <laughs> toughest man in the uh, wrestling industry crazy what indie we want to talk about coming up for this week uh pwg they're having three mendes five always a stacked card your main event's gonna be the rascals your Tag Team Champions will be on the line. Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz will be facing off against the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. You also got Dalton Castle versus David Starr. You got Pentagon Zero M versus Ray Horace. Jeff Cobb versus Joey Janela. So just wait till that preview comes out. And it's a did you see, What? Um, did you see that, that picture that was like, that kind of went viral of uh, with Walter and that chop? Which chop? Where it's like the the guy's chest is sunken in from the 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 pounded chest or whatever. No, I did not see that. Oh man, I don't even know where like where to find that. Yeah, let me just go to his Twitter and see if I could get if I if it's up there. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is. We'll take a yeah, look there it is. Oh my god, yo, this like check that out. All right, let me see. I'm waiting for it. There we go. Look at that. How do you oh, my God. Like that? That's crazy. That hurts. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, let's – we have anything else to talk about right now? Uh, I don't believe so. No? All right. Cool. So maybe we'll try to get Dave in here, and uh, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the world of sports entertainment here on Marking Out. How are you a winner? You're cheating in a fake sport. Fake. Ridiculous. If professional wrestling were fake, that would make every fan in the history of the sport a complete and utter moron. Welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans and Dave's here, everybody. Say hi. Hey. Hey, Dave. How's it going? It's going well. I'm very Hey, tired. Dave. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How's yeah. everything going? It's going good. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff, uh, but, you know, 
Let's get on to the meat and potatoes of the yeah, show. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of stuff on episode three eighty eight. Three eighty eight. Yeah. Yeah. You cut you cut episodes like Twitter. Cut our followers. You wrote he's so Dave, He's so upset about this. I'm not upset. It's just disappointing. Wait, it's, where did I write three eight three thirty eight? Up with the note gimmicks. Oh, that's, that's funny like because on my note gimmick I have three eighty eight. Mmm. I thought I copied and pasted it. Yeah. Whoopsies. All right, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which it's like, has he ever said that? How was? How did that start? That hurts my voice every single week. How Why is that, that a thing? Start? Why I have is no that idea. A thing? <laughs> I, I have guess. absolutely no idea how that started. Yeah, I'm sure you really regret that day. I, I don't know. Just Monday like you regret Night saying. Likes a lot from Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Reigns kicked off Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Which, really, though, Bobby Lashley kicks off Monday Night Raw backstage. So stupid. Challenging Roman Reigns to call him, to go out to the ring and call him out. And Roman Reigns is like, okay. Goes to the ring, calls out Bobby Lashley. Lashley comes out. They brawl. Huge pull-apart brawl. Locker room empties out. Which, honestly... I'm sure it was fun to watch live, but I think it would have been so much better had it not been Bobby Lashley. And and also when when I want somebody else in that situation, no, not Brock Lesnar. I just my problem with Lashley is that I can't attach anything to him. Like I really have no desire or anything. There's no draw factor for me towards Bobby Lashley, and there never has been. And no, for the first time when he returned, it was like, oh wow, Bobby Lashley's back. And then it's like, oh wait, we didn't want him here when he was here the last time. He was super boring the last time. Let's yeah, see if they do something with him. That's the problem. He, He's just his, super boring. Yeah, and then he, they just didn't do anything with him. Nah, well, like you said, this led into a huge brawl. At least Zack Ryder was out there. Yeah, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, the undercard. Yeah. Also, dude, Roman Reigns jumped from in the ring to outside of on top of all of them with his tongue out. That was how a cool worried, spot. How worried would you be if you jumped out of the ring trying to land on a group of people with your tongue out? I would be so nervous that I'd bite my tongue off. Oh, I didn't even think about well, that. Well, it looks That's like dangerous. you're not going to be jumping out of the ring anytime soon, Brandon. I mean, I don't think I would be jumping out. Well, of we, we don't, don't want to. We don't want to spend like spill any plans or anything. But he has been working with Rocky Johnson still. Yeah, and, and we don't uh, want to ruin that scene of cooking with Brandon Seven. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, just don't say never. Never say never with Brandon. Absolutely. Oh, which by the way, did you look at the footage? No, I haven't even touched it. It's okay. still in the the card is still in my camera. Because literally, I got home, I put that camera down, I picked up another camera, and I left. And then today, oh, I meant man. I meant to import it. I meant to import it today, and then we went to go to build. We were going to go to build a bear for that whole pay your age gimmick. Mm-hmm. Which, like, holy hell, man! What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> what, I, I just I heard of it first from you, and then saw like everyone posting about that. I went okay. Before we get on to going on a tangent here. So I went to the mall. Rachel's like, get there at like 9.30. I'm like, I couldn't get, because I couldn't get out of the house at 9.30 because Madeline had a meltdown about something. But I get there like 10 minutes before it opened and you know like where Build-A-Bear is in the Roosevelt Field Mall, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the line went out that, out from Build-A-Bear, out that door, down all the way to where Neiman Marcus is. 
What? Dude, at 10 o'clock in the morning. That's the whole mall. Yeah. Wow. People wow. are like, oh, who's famous? Is there somebody famous on here? No, we're, build, we're building our own bear. I heard that they canceled the promotion halfway through it. They stopped it around like 2 o'clock, but now they're offering... Due to security, yeah. yeah. Everybody like refunds and stuff like that. Like if, you go, if you're a member on the website, you go on the website and you download like a coupon... Yeah, and but what, what, what I don't what do understand you get for the coupon. You get I think redownload download one that said like fifteen bucks off your purchase. What was the gimmick though? You pay your age? You yeah, pay, pay like, like like Mike Jordan's four. He would have to pay four dollars for his build a bear. Madeline's, so you would have paid thirty three bucks. Yeah, but I wasn't getting a build a bear for myself, Larry. Um well, you know, well, Madeline's like, you two. Had, if you didn't have a child if you didn't have a child there, you would be like Oh, hey, my kid's at home. He's too. Yeah. Well, it's like, and like, even like, I saw on like, on Twitter and stuff like that, there was like pregnant women like, oh, I'd love to get my, still in my, my child still in my thing, a Build-A-Bear, but they're like, you're going to have to pay a dollar, you know, which is, I mean, it's I mean, a great, like, it's a great marketing, what, it's, nine months? it's a great marketing thing because no one goes to the mall during the summer. People are at the beach and stuff like that. And it was a good way to get some business in, but you know, in the whole, it didn't work out from the way it should have. Yeah, I I agree with you. I, I think that it's I don't a, think, but I don't think it didn't work. I, I think it, they no, it didn't expect great. that many people to no, show up. I mean, I I think that it worked out great. It like Chris just said the same thing. I think it it went really great. I think that the they made it. Concept was I think great, they but they made, didn't plan accordingly. Exactly. I think that they still made money, but because they didn't plan accordingly. Because who wants up. to build their own teddy bear? What does that even mean? Oh, my kids love it. Ma- Madeline has a stuffed cat. Its name is Meow. Um, that we got her a couple of months ago. Jordan has a stuffed mint. You go, it's like an experience. You go in there. Oh, a you... stuffed minion. I was like, did you say a stuffed mint? <laughs> yes, he has a stuffed <laughs> Like one of those Hershey Park gimmicks? Oh, there's, there's a few There's a few cool ones that, that I would make. Yeah. I would make I'm a teddy bear. WWE hasn't partnered with them. Yeah, yet. but then they have like accessories. Like you could make a bear, but then you could put like accessories on it if you want to build, make it like yeah. a baseball player and stuff like that. But, but WWE has their own like stuffed animal things on WWE shop. Yeah, but I mean like I'm surprised that they don't sell at least the, the WWE outfits there. Yeah. Well, hey, with New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor's newfound fame at the Garden, maybe they'll want to uh... – Partner with Build a Bear. Fine. All right, let's get back into Monday yep. Night Raw. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, first match of the evening, we saw a, a tag team match between Natalia teaming up with uh, Nia Jax to take on and defeat Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Keep storylines going into Extreme Rules. Yeah, I liked yeah. Uh, after as soon as, as Nia Jax won, Alexa Bliss was there with the kendo stick to attack Nia Jax. And Jax broke the thing over her knee. That's gonna was be a got, fun match. That's gonna be a fun match on Sunday. Um, I, I think was she not in a an Extreme Rules match last year? Who Bliss? Yeah, I remember that the, there was a table spot. Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey in a kendo stick on a pole match. Okay, that's what yeah, that was awful. But um, I, I just can't wait till the day that Nat- Natalia turns heel. She's going to definitely turn on Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax at some point during this. Yeah, totally. Maybe. But I just, I can't, I just hope Alexa Bliss retains at Extreme Rules. Yeah, I, it's, it would be a shame if she didn't, especially because she just won it at the last pay-per-view. So uh, especially expect- because she just won it at the last pay-per-view with a cash-in. 
Yeah, that too. But I'm definitely expecting some sort of an interference. Uh, well, with... Ronda Rousey will be ringside for the match. Yeah, Rousey ringside. You got the Natalia factor. You got the Mickey James factor. I hey, think yo, that... you got the X factor. Yeah. Yeah. So next uh, up, we got a promo. No, we're just gonna go to Mojo Rawley. All right, no promo. Defeating, <laughs> defeating No Way Jose. Which, if you blinked, you missed the match. Yeah, I actually blinked and I missed the match, and I'm I'm not upset by that. Uh, which then leads into Bo Dallas taking on and defeating Matt Hardy. Which... Well, it's it's the underdog story, and people are getting behind it, which is fun. Yeah, I liked uh, they had the revival watching from backstage, so that gives me hope that like the revival are getting tied into the tag team championship scene. Are you guys getting behind the B team? The no, underdogs. Brandon is behind the B team. Yeah, have you not watched the show? Listen to the show, Chris. What about you? Eh, I'm with. What do you Chris mean? Eh? I one. thought you were starting to build up. And be like, oh, I'll beat team, beat team, beat team. I'm just like, I'm just kind of like more upset that just like the great tag team division that there was on Raw is like non-existent because they're just like kind of putting people yeah, together. Well, well, the B team have been together for years now. Years, they were social outcasts. Then they they got into um, Miz and now they're the B team. I, I'm at my I don't care team. I don't care, period. The, the leaders of worlds, I think. For it was, years. They've been together longer than, than Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. And? They've been together longer than. When you don't have I solid storylines or any fun things I, going on. I don't it's... think there's not. There's 100% a solid storyline here. No, there is. No, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with the storyline, but like, care for. Yeah, exactly. I don't see why you wouldn't care. I don't know. But Curtis Axel caused a little distraction. Bray Wyatt took him out, and uh, Bo Dallas at the same time hit him with that top rope uh, neckbreaker. Top rope gimmick. Overdrive. I don't know what it, what you call it. Oh, the and finisher that Dave hates. Hardy, say it again. The finisher that Dave hates. No, no, that's yeah. no, that's Axel's. That's finisher. Curtis Axel. Sorry. But uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt attacked the B team afterwards, sending a little message. I the one thing I didn't like about this was the the uh, twist of fate by Matt Hardy. It just looked like he just took him and put him in. It just the setup to that was just like, oh, I'm gonna turn. It was like backyard wrestling to me. The setup to that, it was bad. But next up, you have Amber Moon defeating Liv Morgan. Which, before that match even took place, the Riot Squad were uh, backstage interacting with Tyler Breeze. Breeze gave them uh, Breezango shirts, and they both tore him up. Which, this, again, continues the outside storyline in- involvement of professional wrestlers who are not involved in storylines with the women. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually really like that backstage, and I really like that Liv Morgan and... Uh, Sarah Logan are doing a lot backstage with those other Which wrestlers. It's, and it's, it's not just them. It's also Jinder Mahal. They had Seth Rollins did like breathing exercises with Jinder on Raw this week. So Yeah, I and I thought that this led into a decent match between the two. It just thinks that Liv Morgan lost again to Ember Moon, but I think this is going to lead up to Sarah Logan facing Ember Moon next week on Raw. Mm-hmm. And then once, how long is Ruby Riot out for? I don't know. I don't know either. Because 
I, I would assume that Ruby Riot would step in there to face Ember Moon after she defeats Sarah Logan, but I don't know the time frame of that. I think it's a, a shame that Ember Moon doesn't have some sort of manager. What? Like, wait, wait what? Because yeah. I don't, I don't think she's because there's nothing to her like on the mic. So I feel like she needs like a good like hype person. I don't think she. Needs I don't think she needs the mic either. right now. Uh, yeah, like I feel like she needs to be more badass, and I'm not seeing that like vocally. Wait, why, I, I just why? don't think that. She, I don't think she needs to have the mic right now. She's putting a lot of effort, a, a lot going on yeah. in the ring. But and... I would still like to see promo wise. Like I, I, we spoke about Taz earlier. Kind of, I wish she had fire like Taz did with promos. I don't think that you're gonna get fire from her, but I also don't think that it's necessary. David, her name is Ember. There better damn well be fire. And it's also Moon. Do you want her to do a promo with Max Moon? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. What does your Ember relation mean? Yeah, she um, needs fire in her promos, and she needs Max Moon by her side. No, that's dumb. She needs moonlight while she cuts those promos. Well, you know what's not dumb, the dumb at all, Elias. Having his own album. Yeah, man. He performed and he announced, like, I guess it's official, official now, although we don't know a date. But he confirmed on WWE TV, live TV, as opposed to um, Table for Three with Jeff Jarrett and Brian James, that he has an album coming out. And I'm definitely for that. And you were calling it for a long time. Well, I mean, they've been saying it for a long time. Yeah, but you, you started the trend. Good job. But uh, yeah, so Baron Corbin, sorry about that, Corbin. Uh, Constable Corbin, who's been uh, appointed that position by Stephanie McMahon, teamed up with Elias to take on and defeat Bobby Roode and Finn Balor, which uh, I kind of feel it was kind of weird because I feel like Bobby Roode just got like tossed into this mix. He needed a partner. That's it. Um. I mean, I feel like everyone else fits in this match with Bobby Roode, but I definitely enjoyed this match. And I still I still have hopes for James Storm coming and uh, helping Bobby Roode turn heel and get rid of that and then, glorious... And, for a while. and then what do we do with them? We put them in the tag team division and do... Hopefully, I mean, hopefully... I don't know, because the club is sitting out on SmackDown doing WWE.com stuff. I mean, difficult. stalemate. Although, I mean... I don't know. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, mate. But, yeah, I thought it was a good match, though. Yeah. Was uh, up next, kind of grouped all the, the whole nights of the segment together where Kevin Owens was chilling out in Kurt Angle's office. Uh, this time, Braun Strowman comes in, and Kurt Angle puts Kevin Owens in a match against Braun Strowman at Extreme Rules in a steel cage. What kind of gimmick is that? How dare Kurt Angle do that? Yeah, jerk. <laughs> I don't know. There's worse. There's worse decisions going on in SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. I think so. But the main event of Monday Night Raw. We're by the way, we skipped the Doctor Shelby gimmick. Yeah, uh, that's okay. Drew Drew McIntyre, are you counting it, Chris, or no? Uh, I I've lost count. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I, I didn't I don't think I did this last week at all but for some reason I'm like I'm energetic man no you gotta do the you gotta do the Stone Cold Steve Austin voice when you say gimmick gimmick yeah so Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins had a match McIntyre picked up the victory this stemmed from a promo earlier in the night 
where Seth Rollins was talking about the 30-minute Iron Man match. And Drew McIntyre basically laid that laid down that challenge for Monday Night Raw. And this was honestly one of the best matches I've seen on Raw in, in recent months. Yeah, I was really happy that they – and they got a lot of time to close it out. It made me think, like, damn, what if this was NXT TakeOver? Come uh, on, and, and you can't think, and, and like, and I should be there. I should be at New Japan, dude. I it's so, dude. I'm so torn. That's not fair. Why couldn't they run against the Hall of Fame? Well, me, me and Chris will go to New Japan. You go no, to I'm that. definitely Hell no. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna go to New Japan. A hundred percent. Tickets are good. I'm not missing a first ever at Madison Square Garden. No, I I just want to go to a wrestling event that's not WWE at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I think that's everybody. Yeah. Fun. So uh yeah, so uh I thought it was also Rollins went for that that uh the curb stomp on uh Ziggler. Or no, Rollins did hit that curb stomp on Ziggler. Yeah. That was cool. Uh at the, one the point more kind of lacked at the end. He didn't I, really get all of it. Yeah, but honestly my favorite part of this match was when Seth Rollins was when Drew McIntyre was on the, the top rope. And Rollins had him dangling after that to to do, like, the double stomp to his chest. Mm -hmm. And Drew McIntyre shoots up and grabs Rollins by the neck and completely, like, tosses him off the top rope, like, so quick. I thought that was fantastic. That was one of my – like, literally one of my favorite things in pro wrestling that happened this week was that move. I agree with you. Yeah. Moving over to SmackDown, it opens up with Miz TV and Team Hell No. Um, Bludgeon Brothers come out, and Sanity attack Team Hell No from behind. And New Day comes out, too. Yeah, so that sets up a... I mean, like, I had a, a feeling it would set up to a uh, 10-man tag, and I thought it was a good setup. We, we saw two... Well, yeah, two teams on each side, heel face, working together. And it was fun. It was yeah. it was a good good way to open up SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, this next thing, man. That's a knife in my stomach, in my heart, or whatever. AJ Styles, for whatever, for whatever reason, took on Shinsuke Nakamura in a match. Obviously, AJ Styles picked up the victory via disqualification. But this Thanks was quite. This was Ro-Dog. one of the dumbest what the why they built this huge feud up between them dropped it for a while so nakamura could go have his feud with jeff hardy and rusev can go have his feud with with aj styles and then they have this match they had a huge match at wrestlemania and they have this match on a random episode of smackdown what yeah yeah i Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, like there's not, there's not supposed to be another match in the saga where it's just a random match on SmackDown. You put the it's, feud on hold. It's a feud to nowhere. Yeah, you, you can't like, have them face each other 18 million times within four months because now it's just boring. But you know the the hype that we were all so excited about from WrestleMania is gone. It's yeah. They should have. If you, if you put a pause on this like you did and go back to the feud. Come like November or something. Yeah, they, what they should have done. Fine. What they should have done. I mean, and what sucks is that this feud has been going on since before WrestleMania. What should have happened 
was they had their WrestleMania match didn't live up to expectations. Okay. No, so no they had that, I don't like, think it didn't on. live up to expectations, though. That match was really good. Wait, wait, wait. wait. But it just didn't opinion, end with Nakamura as champion. Hold on. In my opinion, it didn't, it didn't live up to expectations. But, okay, fine. So they followed it up with another pay-per-view. Uh, they faced each other at another pay-per-view. And that they did they did deliver on. But I don't think that we got a finish on that second match. Okay, fine. They wanted to pursue it again. Third match was really good. And they got a finish, I think. But then they started pursuing, pursuing, pursuing. And they should have put a bookmark in between that. After that second match or after that third match, they should have just put a bookmark. Well, and then visit again later on this year or something like that, but No, absolutely. AJ Styles the, did win this match though by disqualification because uh you know, Jeff Hardy comes out, Rusev comes out, and in classic Teddy Long fashion. Oh, oh by the way, before we continue, I confused Money in the Bank with WrestleMania. <laughs> Money in the Bank was one of the, the better last man standing matches I've ever seen, not yes. WrestleMania. Yes. My mistake. Sorry, Dave. Yes. No worries. But but yes, the, this was dumb. I You had Shinsuke backstage even with the Jeff Hardy armbands on. I thought that was awesome. Really? Yeah, yeah. I thought but, it was awesome because it's like, like a mind game sort of thing. Oh, I, didn't they, even, I, I was disappointed that Jeff Hardy didn't have one of his promos backstage. I didn't even think about the mind game stuff with yeah, Jeff with Hardy. Jeff Hardy not, yeah. Interesting. Okay. I'd say I didn't even think about that factor that was a small detail i appreciate that yeah but, but as chris uh, was uh, saying that in Teddy long fashion well because well yeah aj styles moved out of the way of the kinshasa and he had uh he had eight in english yeah rusev, but... rusev attacked aj yeah yeah let's have a tag team match rusev and nakamura beat aj styles and uh jeff hardy which Damn. rusev dude rusev picks up the victory and I still don't think that built him up for a match this Sunday for the WWE Championship. No, it's filler until they I think, figure dude, what they're going to do. That match, I feel like, even though Rusev won, was all about Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, even the, the setup beforehand, everything was just Nakamura. Yeah. What did that do for Rusev? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. But- Next up... Something that was done very well was Asuka getting the victory over James Ellsworth in a lumberjack match or a lumberjill match. I don't know. No, lumberjack. Lumberjack. Yeah. I just want more of this. I want – give me a 30-minute Iron Man match between the two of them. (laughs) The one one thing I didn't like about this match was the hip attacks. I didn't think that they looked really well. The Asuka doing the hip attack to James Ellsworth didn't look too well. But overall, it was a fun match. I like I liked how the lumberjacks the lumberjacks lumberjacks started yeah the lumberjacks started to I I went to go say started they they started to fight with each other outside the ring and Ellsworth like tried to escape but Becky and Naomi like dragged him back over and when they got to the ring all the lumberjacks again started to fight so Oscar went to the top rope and jumped out onto them I like that yeah I agree. And, and Ellsworth tried to spray Asuka with some sort of spray, but that didn't work until uh, afterwards when Asuka was attacking both Carmella and Ellsworth. And uh, Ellsworth was able to spray that stuff. Yeah, it looked like uh, pepper spray. It was definitely not pepper spray. It was definitely hair product or something. She's She started in a hair salon, David. 
Interesting. I don't know. Okay, you you could be correct. I liked how Becky Lynch and Naomi carried Ellsworth back to the ring. Yeah, I thought that was fun. But, but yo, I swear, give uh, WWE, please give us like uh, ten more months of this feud. Yeah, I I didn't enjoy the backstage fallout or whatever you call it with James Ellsworth and uh, that was awesome. Colin Delaney. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first <laughs> yeah, of all. I, I wasn't sure if it was him on 205 Live. It was him. And then no, and then I saw like afterwards because I don't think they announced him. And then, uh, and then they, I saw the, I saw online that it was Colin, and I was like, oh hell yeah! And backstage she goes, uh, you'll get used to it. He goes, no, or something. I forget what it was. He it was, was funny. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, I, I understand what. Or I, oh yeah, I know where you're coming from, right? I understand your pain or something. Yeah, something like that. Something where Ellsworth gave like a high, I'm higher up than you, so yeah, yeah. I'm not on your level. I'm not on your level. But Go speaking away. of aftermaths of this, Page for Extreme Rules booked a shark cage match where James Ellsworth is going to be in a shark cage for this match. I think I think it works for it. But why? But they just did this. They just did it. It feels like like two years what, ago. Last year. Two years ago, I don't know. Can you even afford to have a, a shark cage? Yeah, absolutely. I, Why not? I don't know. I hate the entire concept of a shark shark cage match, especially because we've done it so many times in the past no, year. No, let's not say no, so many times in the past year. Relax two there. Two years. Also, also, I just don't like the fact because the past two shark cage matches, we've seen the person in the shark cage who oh. Can't get involved in the match because he's in a shark cage. Get involved in the match, even though they're in a shark cage. Yeah. Next up, you had Andrade Cianamas defeat Sin Cara. I love this match. I want, just like, I swear to God, just like with Drew McIntyre and and Seth Rollins, this made me think, damn, what if this was on a takeover? I loved. I really did love this match. Right from the start, that that tilt a whirl reversal arm drag that Sin Cara did that I can't wrap my head around was awesome. Uh, you know, the, Alma. It seems like Almas brought out the best in Sin Cara, and Sin Cara. It's not, it's not the best, dude. We've seen this version no. of Sin Cara before. Well, this was everyone just been... always associates Sin Cara's name with the old Sin Cara of of CMLL or whatever. Yeah, I mean, Hunico is doing a good job. Um, the move where uh, Almas like tossed Sin Cara up in the air during in, in the corner, which like he was looked like he was going for an Alabama slammer. Yeah, and Sin Cara like completely whips it around and, and turns it into a, a a reverse Frankensteiner or whatever. Fantastic, blew my mind. I watched that clip over and over and over again. That was, that was awesome. This, I want. I just want this match over and over and over again. I want I, this to be. I, it's a shame none of one of them aren't champion right now of a division. I agree with you. Next up, you had main event of the evening: ten man tag team match. Team Hell No and New Day picked up the victory over Sanity and the Bludgeon Brothers. The best part of SmackDown came from this segment, where what? Kane, after the match, was doing the yes chance. Oh, Daniel Bryan tells him to stop, and then tries to do the Kane thing where he puts his arm up. <laughs> Boom, slams his arm down, no pyro. Tries again, boom, slams his arm down, no pyro. Third time, boom, pyro. We had pyro on SmackDown for Kane. Last week I complained, just let him have the pyro. 
I think this that clip might open up this episode from last week. Nah, it's not. It better. Why? <laughs> I do about it. It better. Nothing. The one, the one exactly. thing I don't like. The one thing I don't like about this match, but it's not really about the match. Just in general, that big E uh, spot where he does the spear through the ropes. One of these days, I am waiting for the day that he dislocates his shoulder. No, that doesn't even matter. That's maybe I, months or years in advance. I, we dude, had Pyro on SmackDown for Kane. You're absolutely right. You are right. It was beautiful. It was. It was magnificent. Even though it was, even though it was partly for Team Hell No slash Daniel Bryan who got the Pyro. but Yeah. It's been so long. They got that Fox money rolling in. <laughs> but that's SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one and thing we... One thing I want to talk about before we get into predictions for Extreme Rules. Uh, this week, there are new tag team champions on NXT. Undisputed Era are now two-time tag team champions as they defeated Mustache Mountain. They were just pulling out the uh, England gimmick. Yes, That's big it. time. Big time, yeah. So, Which, I, they shouldn't have done it. Why? I just, I'm not a fan of the, the quick title change like that. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I don't I don't like the let me let me exchange title the change the title overseas just to make the hometown crowd happy and then once you get back over let me take it away from you. I think that's stupid. Like it's fine if it happens at a house show by mistake like Paul London and Brian Kendrick, but I think it was them, right? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but I I didn't want that shouldn't have happened. No offense to uh Mustache Mountain. Hopefully no, they I, make the cut for WW2K19. I, I think that they should have maintained it, at least until the next takeover or something. You know, yeah, well, you don't need Undisputed Era to maintain the titles. I mean, that's, uh, Mustache that's, Mountain could have could use it. Yeah, but then that's like the whole thing. Maybe they didn't want to fly him in for Brooklyn. Maybe they'll be there for other things. I well, no who knows where they live. They may have relocated to the States somewhere. I, I doubt it. But again, who knows? Yeah, I mean, come the on, Zack thing... Sabre Jr.'s in Brooklyn. We didn't, like... Zack Sabre Jr.'s in Brooklyn? Yeah, Stephen like Balor. Sabre Jr., yeah. But uh, things that we do know, that on this Sunday, July the 15th, at the PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, we have a pay-per-view, that being Extreme Rules. You're going to start off with the pre-show. It's going to be a tables match, New Day versus Sanity. I'm saying Sanity. Oh, hmm. yeah, I'm going to say Sanity, too, which I have to go back and appreciate uh, the fact that WWE had them uh, a three-man band as well as Hornswoggle via FaceTime go back and watch the WLC match from Extreme Rules. I love that. Which was a fantastic match. We, we couldn't put it over anymore. Uh, yeah, so it was fun to watch them watch the match that we all enjoyed. Dave? But, yeah, Sanity. I'm going to go Sanity. All right. Uh, Baron Corbin's going to be facing off uh, Constable Corbin, excuse me will be facing <laughs> off against Finn Balor uh, uh, I'm going to say I'm gonna go Constable Corbin I'm going to go Finn Balor Alright, I'm saying uh, Constable Corbin as well Ooh. Next up, a steel cage match I mean, I don't have that next but you know, we could talk about that next Kevin Owens yeah. versus Braun Strowman I'm going to say KO I'm going KO. I'm going to say Braun. You think, KO, you think it's going to be KO via the, the cage break gimmick or no? 
No. no, they just did that with Reigns. Don't don't do that again. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't even. I still I don't even get the the whole steel cage deal. I don't like this match doesn't make sense to me. I I just hope he finally gets to a victory over Braun so he could have his moment with Shania Twain. <laughs> that's, that's all. I, that's all I want. <laughs> Rock tag team titles are on the line. The leaders of worlds will be defending their titles against the B team. I'm saying the leaders of worlds. Yes. Yep. I agree. I concur. All right. U.S. title will be on like, the line. I was going to say, should we just not even like say Bobby last year reign? Yeah. Uh, U.S. titles on the line. That. Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. I'm going to say Nakamura. Really? Yeah. I'm going to go Jeff Hardy. See, I was thinking Nakamura, but I still feel he was, like, intertwined with AJ Styles. So it was going to be held off. So I'm going to stick with the champion, Jeff Hardy. I have a feeling that we may have, like, AJ and Nakamura kind of mess each other over. Mm, definitely not going to be AJ to Nakamura. Well, it could be uh, if Nakamura match Nakamura's match goes on after. Did I put? They better not put the WWE Championship after the US Championship. Could I mean, no. before the US Championship, it could be. But maybe who knows? I don't know. We're just three fans who do a podcast thing. Man. All right, so let's do it. Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley, Reigns, Reigns, Lashley. Really? Mm-hmm. Alright. It just doesn't make sense. SmackDown Women's Championship will be on the line as James Ellsworth is hung above the ring in a shark cage and Carmella defends against Asuka. I'm going to say Carmella. <laughs> That's funny. Carmella as well. I was going to say that how she says her name. Yeah, I'm going with Ella. And I remembered how much I hate when I say that, so I didn't say it, but I laughed about it. And then I explained all this. The Raw Women's Championship will be on the line. Alexa Bliss defending against Nia Jax. I'm going to say Alexa Bliss. Uh-huh. I'm going Alexa Bliss as well. I, I follow you guys, Alexa Bliss. The WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships will be defended. The Bludgeon Brothers, Harper and Rowan, taking on Team Hellno, making their uh, big return to pay-per-view. Uh, this is a difficult one for me to call. I would like to see the Bludgeon Brothers win based off of what I've previously said on the show. I'm taking where, Bludgeon Brothers where before it's like, you guys. Yeah, but dude, like, I mean, I'm... Uh, I'm taking Bludgeon. Dude, how could you say that? Last week or so, you were like, oh, Team Hell No is going to be the tag team champions. That was me, and I'm saying that I'm still sticking to that. Oh. Hell No is going to win. Yeah, I'm going Bludgeon Brothers. I, I think um, that if they defeat them, it's going to be good, but you could also have the sanity interference on this match. I don't think there will be sanity interference, but I'm just going to stick to Bludgeon Brothers. And uh, what should be the main event, because the Universal Champion is nowhere in sight... Main events, uh, AJ or Styles versus uh, Rusev. Yeah. We didn't even talk I'm about the Iron Man it. match yet, either. Oh, yeah, whoops. Seth Rollins is winning. I'm going to go with Ziggler. Um, yeah, I'm going with Ziggler as well. Especially since, uh, um, McIntyre is allowed to be ringside. Maybe yeah. Dean Ambrose is pro- Maybe. This is the most uh, diverse pickings that we've had in a long time. Yeah. In regards to, like, a lot of us are picking different... Uh, winners and stuff. So we do. We what you you said you said Ziggler and I said Ziggler and Chris said Rollins. That's yeah. correct. And yeah. then for the WWE Championship, we said all AJ. of us are gonna agree with AJ. Yeah. Okay. Or at least I, I'm saying AJ. 
Yep, I am saying AJ too, so we'll find out on Sunday who wins the predictions and who's walking home with new titles and whatnot. But until then, let's get to Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. All right, time for Shameless Plugs. Um, Rise Wrestling, Rise of the Knockouts took place this past weekend. So much happened there, and it's a great event. It was Rise Wrestling teaming up with Impact Wrestling. But just to note, Guardians of Rise title, it was the it was a vacant title. Your first ever Guardians of Rise champions, Dustin Raven Ash, alongside with Rosemary. And this was an awesome event. And then you also had Britt Baker turning on Chelsea Green. They were both fire and nice. And then you also had a, a Phoenix of Rise 30-minute uh, Iron Man match. Tessa Blanchard defeating Mercedes Martinez to become the champion. And just going to give a huge sh- uh, shameless plug to Rise Wrestling. I think they're doing amazing stuff over there. And every woman that's involved with this promotion. It's kind of cool because a lot of these wrestlers that uh, were wrestling there are now overseas at stardom wrestling in japan which stardom is my next shameless plug they are an awesome promotion over in japan uh features female wrestling at its finest and you can go check them out at stardom-world.com at we are underscore r underscore stardom or at wwe underscore stardom uh wwr dash stardom.com they have the reason why they have so many is because one is dedicated to jap in japanese and one's in english but yeah they just welcomed over kylie ray viper brick baker kikio and dust over there so it's really cool to see them bringing everyone in also shameless plug to delilah doom and shotzi blackheart unfortunately they were supposed to face each other for the phoenix of rise championship at rise wrestling rise of the knockouts but shotzi uh, Blackheart ended up breaking her ankle and Delilah Doom broke her ankle too it, different matches total freak coincidence and unfortunately they weren't able to compete against each other and we wish them a speed to recover but go follow them at Delilah underscore Doom and uh, at Shotzi, Shotzi Black hey Chris do you got a match of the week? I got nothing I got oh. absolutely nothing so Brandon oh, who are you shouting out? Listen to Brandon's shout-outs, because when there are shout-outs, <laughs> there's honey. First shout-out goes to uh, everybody that purchased a Marking Out t-shirt during the 4th of July sale and after that sale. I know we definitely all appreciate it. Um, yeah, we definitely do. Thank you. Rocket League is getting that next shout-out. Uh, it's always been fun to watch them play on Up, Up, Down, Down. And I saw Xbox was doing a one-week free trial of it, so I downloaded it, and it was really fun. So I and then they were they had it on sale for ten bucks, so I I bought it. Oh, and I, I went over to Brandon's place and I won the marketing oh, out yeah. championship. You didn't win it. What are you talking about? <laughs> you lost. Elias is the marketing out champion. Yeah, Elias is the marketing out champion, defeating Luke Harper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so uh, definitely check out Rocket League. It's definitely fun to play. It's uh, kind of difficult to uh, maybe fully grasp all the controls. I still haven't done, like, fully grasped it. But mm-hmm. the basketball mode is hard, but uh, the the hockey hockey mode is fun. Now, are you playing online or is it just solo I, mode? 
Yeah, I've been playing online. I'm pretty sure you could play like against the computer as well, but I've been playing online against people. All right, cool. Yeah, and then uh, last up is going to Larry David, because uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm season ten is going to be filmed sometime this year soon. So I hope soon at least, and I can't wait. It's always been good to me, and I've always been good to it. <laughs> so now it's now time for four. Out moment of the week, Brandon. What do you got? Uh, well, right off the bat, on Saturday, I went to WWE MSG and Elias performed an Undertaker's theme song on guitar, and I thought that was cool. I've been meaning to watch that on YouTube, and I just haven't, I keep on forgetting. Yeah, it was a really honestly, like, I haven't been to a live event or a Raw, SmackDown, etc., where I was like fully satisfied completely with the whole card mm-hmm. well i shouldn't say that because nxt i'm like fully satisfied with it but we'll say house shows live events sorry wwe yeah haven't been fully like oh this match is like oh okay whatever every single match on this card was was good that's good i'm happy that got you enjoyed it see, got to see ronda rousey's madison square garden debut Got to see uh, a few other superstars. Bobby Roode, for the first time in 20 years, wrestled at Madison Square Garden. Well, the the arena, at least, because I'm pretty sure he's wrestled at the theater of Madison Square Garden. Same building, different uh, venues. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, so that was enjoyable. Uh, afterwards, in Penn Station, I was walking through, and this guy was walking next to his girlfriend, kind of pissed off. And he goes, no, do not talk to me unless you can tell me where the universal champion Brock Lesnar is. Like, over and over again. <laughs> what a mark. And- and then it just happened to be that, like, oh, Universal Champion, it's a raw, it's a raw live event. Where is the champion? But at the uh, UFC. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty huge. And now he's going to fight Dan Cormier. Yeah, honestly, I think Saturday was a really good good night for, for professional wrestling as a whole. I, I agree with you. I think I definitely agree with you. And I think that Brock Lesnar appearing at UFC is a huge deal, too. And I'm going to say it right now. I said it last uh when it happened, I said it. Brock Lesnar is going. Apparently, he's facing DC later on this year for the heavyweight no, championship. Not, not possible. January. Not January? possible. Okay. So January UFC heavyweight championship. Brock Lesnar is going to maintain the universal championship going into this fight because he is going to be the first ever person to carry at the same time the UFC Heavyweight Championship and the WWE Universal Championship at the same time. Or Daniel Cormier chokes out Brock Lesnar and then Braun <laughs> Strowman runs to the ring and cashes in in the middle of the, in the, middle of the octagon. Stop. 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 Okay. What, what's your, I, I love it. I love it. Bookie what's your mark out one of the week, Dave? Uh, mine is, as you guys may mention, MSG, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Brandon told me about it early. I, earlier. I am a huge fan of this idea. I wasn't expecting it at all. Oh, it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, totally surprising. And how I, am I supposed I to believe? It. How am I supposed to believe that that internet gimmick stuff where they said, it's "Oh, we're going to sue WWE. Now. We're going to sue WWE because it's like, oh, you blocked us from performing at the theater at Madison Square Garden, and you guys announced the the arena." 
Well, I don't know if they could actually sue over anything, but... but the best part about this, Dave, Chuck Taylor is probably going to perform in Madison Square Garden. Now, that, that has to melt your heart right there. Dude, a lot of people are about to wrestle at Madison Square Garden that have never stepped foot other than with a ticket or, like, a backstage friend being able to get them in. So, Brandon, you're, get, you're, getting me, you're getting me and Dave tickets, right? We'll all go together. We'll make it a mark now to field trip. I, I, I'm not, like, specifically buying you tickets, but, yes, <laughs> we could all three of us can go together. Nah. You put – no. Be- no, that, that I'm not picking up the tab if that's what you're asking. <laughs> no, I'll pay, I'll pay back the money for yeah, it. Yeah, we could all get tickets together. Yeah, but I don't, know, I don't know what the prices are yet. But, uh, I, also, I also marked out again this week because Fest, uh, Fest Wrestling, based out of Gainesville, Florida. Um, so Effie has been going back and forth with Izzy. That's right. The Bailey's best friend forever, biggest fan, Izzy. Huge feud going back and forth, and it's going to happen. The feminist icon, Effie, is going to be taking on Izzy on July 21st at Fest Wrestling in Florida. That is going to be really fun to to follow on, and everybody should be checking out Effie, at Kill Effie. I've said it multiple times, dude's got talent. Uh, also, yeah. I want to throw out markout moments that we've already discussed on the show. Caitlin yep. being oh, announced on May on Classic. Week. 100%. That's awesome. Um, and she has been training. We've seen it. I hope that she no, – she's she been training. Dude, I hope she I, more to the table. With, with Caitlin coming back, even though she's like nowhere near in the same like league, um, I kind of I want Eva Marie. I, feel like I, I, would be, I would be open for it. I feel like it wouldn't happen just due to like, oh, like all the heat that it would get. But I do. Why heat? Come on. She doesn't have like yeah. the best yeah. reputation. Oh, yeah. No, I, for some reason, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking Eva Marie. I was thinking Eve Torres yeah. when you said that. Well, I, I don't know. Her either. She's. Yeah, I don't know. why. I, I was thinking Eve, uh, Eve Torres, but I'm totally fine with both of them. I just don't want to see them really go to the semifinals same thing with caitlin i'd rather see another wrestler in there that spotlight but well, they also announced who i would love to win uh ripley ray R- ripley yeah but she's yeah, gonna be in too and she what she's 20, 21 years 21 maybe yeah like 21 years old and so talented and she's she's got it so very exciting yeah, Another awesome. uh, markout moment of the week that we already previously discussed, that being the Colin Delaney thing backstage with James Ellsworth. <laughs> um, something uh, – this one, the next one's going to be so annoying because it, it was a huge markout moment of the week for me. You made fun of me for it earlier. And it honestly could have been an, an anti-shout-out due to, due, due to it not coming in my size – for years, I have wanted WWE Shop to release a tie-dyed Dude Love t-shirt, and today they dropped it on Throwback Thursday. It's not the Dude Love shirt that I absolutely wish I could have, but it's a tie-dyed Dude Love shirt, and it doesn't come in my sh- in my size. Didn't they just announce that they were going to bring in, like, plus sizes? Yeah, uh, for women. For, yeah, for women, which it only doesn't even go up to... What was the biggest size? I think it was like 3X maybe or XL. I don't even remember. Um, that's it, not right. It, it's, it's the Curvy Collection, Get which by the way, shirts. 
Yeah, please. I really want a Dude Love t-shirt. Please. A good Dude Love t-shirt. Like the actual tie-dyed that's like the famous one. Not not even the one that they released here. Although I would take it. 100% I would take this one. And uh, then my last mark-out moment of the week happened during Monday Night Raw. They released for WW2K a commercial featuring Ronda Rousey. As a pre-order bonus, as in the collector's edition is still up in the air. Nobody knows who uh, is on the cover of that or who gets Mm. added to the game or what collectible comes with it due to that. Ronda Rousey, Rey Mysterio are both pre-order bonuses. That commercial for Ronda Rousey was fantastic. It featured um, audio of Roddy Piper putting Ronda Rousey over. I I can only assume it was from his podcast. Yeah, it definitely sounded like a, it, it was a really awesome commercial, especially with the inclusion of Piper. Um, I, I had goosebumps. I was freaking out during that commercial. I thought it was well done, completely awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I also... Now I, we, I, need, we need Roddy Piper back in a WWE video game. Yeah, and, and, I, and I, because... I was just going to say, I think maybe the collector's edition could end up maybe being Daniel Bryan. That's what I was thinking, maybe DB. Could be DB, but I also got Bootios on my shelf now. Sick. But not really, not really Bootios. It's Brandon. Brandon gave me the Bootios t-shirt in a box, in the cereal box, so I got the... He's got a 5X Bootios shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, listen, you can cut that down. Fine. I'm I'm keeping it in the plastic and everything. You would. I want that on my shelf forever. Nice. All right, cool. Any other markout moments of the week? No, that was our. What about you? Anything? Anything yeah, you park out over? Or he said, Caitlin. Yeah, Caitlin. Uh, I don't know why. I just did. I always really? loved Caitlin. I, I thought she was great. Really? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, towards I, the end of her career, I thought she was very, very. And I feel like she was like that stepping stone for like what the divas revolution is now. Like she was like one of those like for, like one of those girls. Yeah, in the well, she like, was like a fitness model who like. Like she was, a, she was a, a bodybuilder, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, AJ wouldn't have been where she was without her. Absolutely, no, she wouldn't. Yeah. Um, and who knows? Who knows if Biggie would even be where he is because Listen. it was because of Caitlyn and AJ's going back and forth yeah. with him that he got to, the chance to do that comedy gimmick and show what. He really we're like who 70, he was. Listen, next year it better be Caitlyn and Biggie on the. <laughs> Mixed match challenge. And that being said, that's our show for this week, folks. Marking out episode 388 next week. The fallout from um, whatever this pay per view is. The set, whatever this gimmick is. Extreme rules where there's no <laughs> extreme rule matches, but, you know. Um, we'll talk. Uh, Dave won't be here. Dave's, no. Dave's hump- hunkering down in the studying barracks. Yes. Soon. Soon. He'll be free, folks. Very soon, please. Yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so until then, uh, facebook.com slash marking out, twitter.com slash marking out, marking out one at gmail.com, youtube.com slash marking out 11. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Follow me on Twitter, Chris Sweendog, because my account is not dormant, didn't get shut down in the purge. <laughs> Dave may, Dave's may have. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you should check that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Dave the Rave underscore MO, BTTG161. Until next week, we wish you the, the best the of luck, your best future, of luck in your future endeavors. endeavors. And we'll see you next week on the podcast.